Hi everyone, welcome to Cosmic. Human beings on planet Earth trying to figure out what the hell is going on here. It's just you and me today. I am on a summer vacation, somewhere deep in a mountain. And I'm taking a break from interviewing and from my other projects, trying to use uh, this time for reflection. interviews since the start of the show that's what I call uh, season one and I think it's time to explore what's next uh, to decide and, and to present what's coming in, in Cosmic season two so I'm going to use this episode to talk a little bit to well to, to you and and also think loud kind of because it's time to think a little bit about what's next and As always, I'll play a bit of music so we can escape and, and find answers in the unspoken world. Thank you for spending this time with me today. I hope you're getting some vacation too, or a chance to regroup and recharge the batteries at least. Yeah. 
people people often ask me how I got here um, interviewing change makers interviewing people working with change at different levels of society how did that happen doing all this research uh, creating music and sending out everything via a podcast well the truth is I don't I don't have the choice I'm obsessed I'm I'm obsessed by change <laughs> this is true um, how change happens in society within people in the cosmos Um, how change happens in your fridge obsessed I talk about change all the time I, I look for answers uh, deep inside deep outside and in other dimensions as well so I think I'm stuck with this uh, well for life and um, as you know I, I believe humans can craft an abundant fair and peaceful world where all of us can share a cookie without having to colonize or discriminate each other. And that we can have fun along the way. I mean, um, this is really, I think, what <laughs> this whole adventure is about. And, and you know, um, it started by a number of uh, realizations. Um, if I go back in time, probably until, yeah, last year, Um, well, actually, before that, I came to a few uh, realizations. Um, and, you know, one, one of them was that change makers like yourself maybe need to hear champion stories. They need to connect with others, um, with, with the other change makers currently driving the, the paradigm shift. And, um, and also realizing that the change maker communities. Uh, spread far beyond activists, uh, environmentalists, and social entrepreneurs, right? It's, uh, it's an extended family. Um, there are people all around the world who are change agents, but we don't necessarily hear from them in the usual, you know, activist media or environmentalist uh, media and events. Uh, so that was a second key realization, I think, that uh, got me started. And um, like all human beings, finally, you know, change makers need to escape and they need to open to uh, new horizons to recharge the batteries. And today, this can simply be done with an internet connection, inspiring content, and good headphones. So that was a starting point. And I think that, you know, beyond inspiring thoughts, um, We humans can get a lot of inspiration and a lot of energy from music and we best open new doors when combining sounds and powerful ideas. Better things to do than remember you. 
okay, so back then I come to those few uh, realizations and at the personal level, you know, I, I meet many game changers um, and fascinating people through my projects um, on the side of podcasting. I mean, that's actually less than a day per week for me. Um, I work on on, um, on campaigns, on, on change projects uh, around Europe and uh, internationally, like beyond Europe sometimes, as a campaign strategist, um, getting my hands dirty on uh, a variety of change projects. And, you know, I'm always surrounded by people who are so knowledgeable and interesting, and there's a lot to be learned from their stories and life experiences. So, you know, I got to think about mm, capture, capturing, um, you know, those, those insights and those stories um, via the microphone. And since I love asking questions and spreading answers, and since I curate uh, music and sounds day in and day out, because that's my hobby and, and passion on the side, well, what to do became obvious. And that's how the Cosmic Podcast was born with the early episodes that you heard uh, earlier this year.
wow, this feels great. I'm in the sun on this terrace here in the mountain. I have the sun in my face. I had to make some shadow. Uh, sorry for the the um, on the video. It's probably a little bit. Uh, yeah, it's probably a lot of contrast. But anyway, it feels great listening to music, enjoying a summer evening, and reflecting on what's been going on. Um, so yeah, I, kinda, I keep going with the story because um, a lot of you have been asking for some background and, and context about why Cosmic and where we're going with this. Um, and so yeah, I explained how we got how you know how the the idea uh, took shape and in season one, so episode one to episode thirty three. Um, I deployed a first interview format that would um, clarify what Cosmic is about and what audiences it, it targets, right? So people who see themselves as change agents uh, within a given system. So it can be a community, a government, a cultural landscape, a company, or, or within society in general. And yeah, we talked about how change happens in society and, and within people as well. And my guests helped me Put my finger on on aspects of change that we typically overlook, or that I didn't think about before. Uh, I learned I learned a lot from a variety of profiles, and and really this first series helped me um, find a pace for the show, establish the the spectrum of topics that I wanted to touch on, and, and clarify that this is not only about activism. Uh, not only about politics and environmental conservation, but that, um, you know, the, a, a, a diverse range of homo sapiens out there each hold keys to a new paradigm. And uh, that's, you know, that's really what uh, season one was about, plotting a little bit the the, um, the different topics and, and um, the course of the show. And, uh, yeah, at least um, I, I would say I, I got a couple of golden nuggets in, in, from each episode. I uh, learned a lot. I hope you caught them as well or that you will catch up during August. But, uh, yeah, you've been mainly to, f to, to follow and encourage the first steps of the Cosmic Podcasts uh, to send feedback and ideas. And uh, this support has been incredibly uh, meaningful and encouraging. So uh, thank you so much for this. Um, surprisingly, the show started spreading rapidly across North America, which was not planned at all because primarily it was for uh, European audiences. But hey, um, let's go global, right? And so, yeah, with more than 30 episodes in the box and a successful weekly pace of publishing, I mean, I'm sure you notice I'm trying to have something out every single week, um, it was time to... Yeah, to solidify the format, to think a little bit about what we're trying to do um, and to integrate the first learning lessons and, and connect the project to, uh, to a longer term trajectory and mission. So that's what I want to talk to you about right now. Church. 
I should say that I made a contract with myself when I started that podcast and that was that I should not spend more than eight hours, eight hours per week on the show, publishing weekly. So that means, you know, booking the guests, uh, traveling to the interview, making the interview, uh, editing. So there's almost, there's no editing. That's why I mix live because this way it's out right away. Mm-hmm and publishing and following up all that stuff in eight hours per week and that is very important for me because i want to keep my hands dirty on the side uh you know staying connected to real field projects and not lock myself in a in a studio full-time disconnected from reality of of field work so you know that has been a challenge for sure. Uh, so far, interviews were mostly produced on the road um, from events or conferences where I was uh, participating in um, or when I was traveling for a project, I would catch people in the city where, where I'm traveling and 
yeah, I mean, this is a bit crazy, I must confess, maybe um, a little bit limited. And, um, but, you know, it worked out fine. We got great guests and, and it was it was fun. Um, I launched a prototype video version of the show for YouTube for those wanting to uh, listen to the interviews with some visual context while cooking or, yeah, brushing the dog, whatever. <laughs> and... Um, yeah, that's uh, how it got started, and and looking back, um, I well, I thought about all this, and I decided to um, to commit to a few um, a few elements that I think are very important. So the first one is um, well. I'm truly committed to improving the the diversity of vo of voices on the show. So interviewing people from diverse cultural and ethnic backgrounds from all around the world because the answers we are looking for are not only in Europe or in the US and the audience is getting uh, truly global. So that's the first thing, more diversity. And I can't achieve this uh, geographic diversity, for instance, if I need to burn uh, CO2 each time I want to interview someone and if I have only limited time dedicated to producing the show. So I found a way to run the show remotely. So from your headphones, you should not hear much difference. Same format, interviews punctuated by music. It will still be uh, a live discussion. And um, I found a way to produce this in high quality and not suffer from, you know, shaky internet connections. So this is quite groundbreaking for the show because just imagine I can now bring um, a Buddhist monk to talk about Shaolin Kung Fu, uh, an activist from North Korea or a young artist from Kinshasa and... Uh, it's going to go crazy, right? Uh, this will unleash the full potential uh, for, for change talks. And I'll be able to show uh, a mix of ethnicities, of cultures and, and point of views that truly correspond to the beautiful diversity of the change-making landscape. So what do you think about that? We'll
Okay, but if I am able to talk to anyone on the planet, technically at least, how the hell are we going to select cosmic guests? Well, that is where it is going to become particularly interesting. I have been thinking a lot about this, and I probably need to think about it even more. But I feel that what's truly interesting is hearing from people who operate from a complete different paradigm. People who are not expecting or waiting that something external to themselves change because they create the change. So we're going to spend a little bit of time on this and this is something we're going to talk about quite often. But um, by something external, I mean, you know, not waiting on a, a political system or an economical system or, or, the, or the scientific paradigm or, or religion or not letting anything external um, prevent their change roadmap from moving forward and it doesn't mean that they won't use the political economical uh, science scientific or religious system to achieve their goal but their results does not depend on the system moving first or helping their roadmap as a as a driver so for instance um Someone who is developing a new currency, for instance. That's interesting. That's paradigm shifts. And that is creating a new system. Or someone who um, develops solutions in a full open source, non-proprietary environment, like we've seen with uh, Mauricio in, um, in January or, or February. Uh, that's paradigm shift as well or communities who stand up in the face of uh, political or economical barriers and shape their future on their own, on their terms. Um, people who are not waiting for a more favorable uh, regulatory environment or political force to start working and achieving impact. Uh, you got artists, uh, writers, poets, filmmakers who uh, through their arts and, and performance mobilize and build movements that transcend what we think is possible. Uh, you have agronomists or healers who defy science and prove that the incurable can be cured. Um, you have athletes who push the boundaries of what we think is humanly possible. So all this is cosmic. It makes so much sense now. And to me, at least, that's, you know, that's really the kind of stories that I want to bring to you because it will force us to get out of the structures that we get trapped into. Uh, we forget that sometimes our work as changemakers just reinforces established system. Uh, systems that we are precisely trying to change so those are probably the people we should get our inspiration from what do you think not sure you would get that anywhere else right 
Okay, now I just have to make this happen. And I will. I will be back next week with uh, more summer reflections. There are other things that we need to talk about and uh, other things we need to decide before we launch season two. As always, uh, let me know your thoughts via email at hello at becosmic.org. And remember that somewhere, something incredible is waiting to be known. Stay tuned and see you next week. Ciao. Love